This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Welcome back to another episode of The Read. I am Ari Lennox. And I am Jeremy Barami. Um, Lots to unpack. Not going to waste too much of your time. Mm-hmm. Um, But of course, as always, we're going to start with Black Excellence. And this week, Black Excellence goes to two young ladies who are doing a duo of... of, of sickening things i was gonna say bad bitch things that i realized <laughs> they high school children students, right it's so really inappropriate <laughs> i'm sorry um but their names are tia and tyra smith they're co-valedictorians at lidlam i'm gonna google it lidlam math and science academy mm-hmm. Ooh, so lindblum. lindblum math and science academy in chicago oh, okay oh, there it is so they got matching 4.0 GPAs. Um, so God Never. bless you if you went to this school and couldn't handle seeing Mm-mm. some melanin <laughs> up on that stage as the valedictorian because you had to see twice as much. Go off, young ladies. This is great. Um, so, yeah, the twins, apparently, according to Because of Them We Can, they've only spent one full day separated. It seems of their lives. <laughs> That's so funny to me that twins would be like in their 20s, 30s or whatever and be like, yeah, out of our entire lives, mm-hmm. we've only been separated from each other for about three hours. Right. In this 36 one minutes. In 97. <laughs> the like, three minutes what? between when we were born. That was the last time I was without this bitch. Maybe because I love people being as far away from me mm-hmm. as possible, mm-hmm. as often as possible. I just Same. can't imagine somebody right. else being mm-hmm. there. But then I also don't know what it's like to be a twin. So maybe it's just like... Mm-hmm. Like, you're there. Maybe I was a twin, but I destroyed that bitch in the womb because I needed my space. I could see me. I feel like, yeah, fetus me was definitely on that vibe. Absolutely. Like, there's only room for one of us. Definitely could see me. Uh, But this is great. This is, like, really beautiful. That twin connection is something else. Well, um, the young ladies are going to be going their separate ways soon, at least for college. They both got full ride scholarships. Tyra is going to be studying economics at Northwestern University, and T is going to be studying statistics at Duke. So, 
Great schools, mm-hmm. great gals, academia <laughs> all across. I'm sure their parents slash guardians are uh, incredibly proud of them. Got and we it. over here at The Read are proud of you ladies too. Mm-hmm. So keep shining and, you know, let me borrow $20 if I ever need bail. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I knew what it was like to have a 4.0 like ever in life. <laughs> Just totally foreign to your girl. I did barely work with decimals okay. i don't know. more like a 2.4 i don't over here just me personally any Mm-mm. joy <laughs> um oh my god so this week in hot tops the nutty the nutty professor mm. um so y'all have been all throughout my social media today uh, with this story we talked i believe last week about john witherspoon i think he was on joe rogan's podcast and he was talking about the boondocks possibly coming back or what well, he said that they were coming back mm-hmm. uh, but you know that's one of those things where sometimes people hear stuff going on in the exec offices and we don't know what's gonna happen right but apparently sony had a an event recently, you know, they're doing the whole look of what's coming new yeah, yeah, yeah. for your consideration for all of the big bad bitch award yep, shows. They sure are. Um, but there was a film festival, an animated film festival, and um, the Anarchy, An- Anacy, bitch, I don't know how to say this. How you An- spell it? A N N N E C Y. Is it two words? Nope. Oh, International Animated Film Festival. That has to be a place. Oh, it is. It's a city in France. There you go. Donnessy. Is Cannes in France too? Or it is, is. See? Cannes. I don't know if it's Cannes or Cannes ever. I go I'm pretty sure it's Cannes. <laughs> between them all of the time. Well, okay, that explains that. Either way, Sony was present and they did say that they're working on a modern or a complete reimagining of the boondocks for the modern era, which I found hilarious because the boondocks is not that old. Like <laughs> the modern era, 15, 10 years six, ago, right. 10 years ago maybe, but it? things have changed, especially as far as social media is concerned. I a mean, lot yeah. has changed. I mean, that's like every five, six years, everything is completely different and all the websites and phones are different and bitches don't be wearing the same, you know, the collar everything. comes lower or higher than it used to, whatever. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm assuming a uh, Trump episode and the Got like. to be, definitely. Um, but our concern was whether or not the creator of the Boondocks, Aaron Magruder, was going to be involved. And <sighs> according to Shadow and Act, Sonny says that he is officially on board. <sighs> I don't know that they said to what, like, I don't know if he's going to be writing, if he's just EPing or what, because... <sighs> Aaron the doll could be like, you know what? I'll just collect that that good check. You girls put my name on it, and <laughs> I don't want to hear shit else about it. I don't know. So. Right. I'm hoping it is um, like a controlling hand in whatever way, like whatever is done is approved by him. Because I felt like a warm rush of emotions when I saw that Aaron Magruder was involved with the project. Like I think my nipples got a little hard because I refuse to watch this done without his influence all over it. it. I won't do it. Y'all yeah. already think Riley really was homophobic. Like somebody tweet me the other day and was like i don't know why you excited for boondocks you just gonna be pissed off at riley every episode like but you goofy bitch i watched it <laughs> i was totally gay when i watched it oh man like come time. on i can't but i am very excited for this so really hoping uh aaron is in the writer's room and directing and eping and everything to do honestly this. he could just send texts that 
just say the word nah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, or sure, whatever. As long just as run he's everything telling by the girls him. yeses and noes, <laughs> yes. then I think I feel a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. with the situation. And obviously, I need John Witherspoon and Regina King in there. I was just about to say, this is also a no-go if Regina King is too busy. I'm I know sorry. the doll is incredibly busy. So booked. Every show and movie. So booked. I mean, but totally get it. <laughs> there is no other Riley and Huey as far as I'm concerned. We'll wait. Like I will literally I will wait, wait yes. for Regina to be like, okay, I guess I have some time now. Yes, How same long is this way. Take? Yes, that we have to wait for Insecure because Issa is so damn busy. I will oh, yeah. wait until Regina King's schedule lightens up just a little bit because no one else can do those voices. We had to wait for Atlanta to come back because yep. Donald Glover had thirteen bitch in America. To do. Yep. Brian Tyree Henry is in every motherfucker. Hell, even Zazie Beats is in every goddamn yep. like. All of the niggas were like, "Up, oh, so, so sorry, totes." <laughs> I know y'all like your little show, but we're getting um, to the bag right now. Actually, Leo and Brad and Gerard Butler and the girls told me to come yes. over. I don't know. I mean, I'm not mad. Get money, niggas, but you know. You know, but you know, I, I know will, my stories. The point is that I will wait for the original voice cast. I don't know if everybody's still with us. I hope so, but I will wait for them. Yeah, I, th- I think for the most part, most of the main characters. <sighs> oh, God. I want to see what they do with Tom. And uh, Jasmine, <laughs> I I really need to see. So, I mean, Tom because Tom probably voted for Trump. Oof. I bet you he did. I did. All the <gasps> you know, Uncle age. Ruckus did. Uncle Ruckus about to be dominant silk. Oh, Ooh, I didn't even think about wee. Uncle Ruckus. I'm getting so excited. I feel like Uncle Ruckus is opening the this season. Got to be. I feel like we're gonna start with Uncle Ruckus's reaction <laughs> yeah. to MAGA. Yes, because he's. We will see him being MAGA. Like he's yeah, yeah. online. Like, he's probably gonna have niggas. a red hat on in every episode. <laughs> He's going to open with some long, ignorant-ass monologue. Oh, he's, I'm so thrilled. He's going to be like the leader on 4chan of all these white folks. I hope we also get another Stink Meaner episode. Because you realize Stink that they used to do those, like, like Stink Meaner had, like, at least one episode a season. Stink Meaner was the old, crotchety man that Grandpa accidentally killed. Our what? granddad. Why do I not remember this? You don't remember the nigga that, like, granddad went to fight because... Oh, yes, his friend, his right? They were friends, right? No, they weren't friends. Oh, no. I think okay, he was a stranger. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they weren't friends. They didn't know each other, did they? Okay, I don't remember Y'all this, correct me if I'm wrong. It's so funny. I feel like I haven't watched the first episode in such a long time, but I feel like Stinkmeaner stepped on Granddad. Yes, new shoes, new shoes. It was that episode. And then Stinkmeaner stepped on his shows and completely disrespected him. And then they went to fight. <laughs> And then Stinkmeaner accidentally died. And then there was that other episode where he came back and he possessed Tom. Okay. I think I remember like a And then like Tom a went to like and try and kill Tom. everybody. Yes. That... And then there was the other episode where them other three niggas that were based on classic black sitcom characters that were like Stinkmeaner's old posse. This one's actually my favorite of the Stinkmeaner uh, legacy. Okay. And they came back to like exact revenge in a very Kill Bill fashion for Stinkmeaner's death, even though they all hated Stinkmeaner. <laughs> wow. And then they tried to kill Granddad too. And then Granddad hired that... Um, <laughs> Bushido Brown, that nigga samurai got ninja guy. <laughs> and then he got. I the love Aaron is great. Magruder. I love Aaron It's really Magruder. good. <laughs> this is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life. I can't wait to watch it again. <laughs> then what was that fucking shit when. No, I'm thinking of Chappelle's show. Um, a nigga moment. You Ooh. remember? He was talking about a nigga moment and it was described. 
I don't remember exactly how it's described, but basically when two niggas mm. use, you know, let their rage create an entirely unnecessary and violent nigga-like moment. <laughs> I just know Thank as you. soon as I see the clips or whatever, I'm going to be like, oh, this nigga, but right yeah. now it's no, you're, not. No, you totally know. And I wish I could do impressions. <laughs> you can. <sighs> Colonel H. Think me. Oh, this nigga. I don't even try and do the voice because I know it's going to be bad. That, okay. Yes, I I've, do. I really want to try, but I know it's going to be so abysmal. I wonder, can I play? Is this audio of him? What's talking? up, nigga? Like, he used to talk like that or something <laughs> like that. Those kind of clothes. I do remember this. He was spitting in Granddad's face. Personally, I think that was I see name. a lot of myself in him. Stink Mina. <laughs> you know, maybe he's just misunderstood. Actually, I would love a, a Stink Meaner spinoff. Like, I would watch a whole series about Stink Meaner and the rest of them niggas mm. in the old folks' home just causing terror on everybody else. I mean, I'm here for the spinoff. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. Listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print, or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until you might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Um, well, yeah, 
I guess we'll be looking out for that wherever it's going to I don't know if it's going to be Cartoon Network or I mean, Adult Swim or if they're going to do it somewhere else. I'd imagine it'll be on Adult Swim. But wherever it is, right. I'll definitely be checking it out if, you know, the right people are in the right places. Shout out to Black Television. Can't wait for him to piss all of you niggas off because you're going to be so excited thinking this is going to be <laughs> all about y'all. And he's going to be telling them you niggas about yourselves once again. I don't think that and that many niggas remember how many niggas were pissed off. Yeah, I don't think they do. And I don't think they remember that, like, they are being made fun of here. Like, I think y'all are real fuzzy on where the boondocks came from and what the point of it was and the whole like satire the boondocks thing. flamed everyone. It really did. But it did a lot of introspective Even work. Huey, who was like the woke progressive nigga. Even Huey had to remember get told about Huey, himself. I can't remember why he fucking did this, but I think he watched like nothing but maybe UPN or BET. Oh, yeah. Like constantly. Maybe he was, was doing BT. like, he was studying or something. And then he started to have like, <laughs> he used to really come for Things hard to have like the effect. Oh, Deborah Lee literally wanted Aaron <laughs> Gruder dead. Like, hated that he nigga. spared no feelings. <laughs> I don't remember why the nigga Huey was doing that shit, but he started to have like the effects of like, uh, like a drug addict okay. from watching too oh, much Negro yes, TV. Yes. And at one point he came into the room where Riley was and he was just like, his eyes were all sunken and he was just like, what did I come here for? I knew I... I came here for something. I don't, I don't remember what it was, like something like that. And I said to myself as a high adult. Yes. Wow. That's what that joke meant. Because I can't tell you how many times I'm higher than giraffe. Yes. And I'm just like, what was it? I know I came here for something. What did I, I said, mean? I'm going to get up and walk in the living room. Well, let me retrace my step. Yeah. And then I got to go back, sit down again. And then, then 10 the minutes later. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I and needed the Kleenex. Figure it out. <laughs> I've been there before, but yeah, quality well, programming. Here's hoping it's going to be fantastic. Um, so DJ Khaled is not the best. At least he hasn't been for this latest album. I think he currently has the number one hip hop album or something like that, according to Billboard. But whoa, did he create a fuss when that album came in at number two behind Tyler the Creator's new album, Igor, mm-hmm. which I just recently started listening to. Um, it's very... Apple Music reminded me actually that Tyler is like a huge Pharrell and NERD fan. Mm, okay. So, like seeing that in a little bio or whatever that they people on albums mm-hmm. made the album make more sense. It's not bad by any means; it's mm-hmm. very good. But I, when I listened to the first couple of tracks, I was like, "This is like a like this is a vibe that reminds me of something." And then I read that bio, and I was like, "Oh, that okay? It's good." Um, I don't know about Tyler the Creator. You know, it's just been <laughs> he he freaked me out from the beginning. You know, with all I have that to agree. future shit. I was like, what in the demonic fuck is this? I mean, a lot of the I don't was it, he had like an album called Goblin that I remember he had them fucking uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads eyes and the uh, mm. the inverted cross. Oh, see, and you know, black people are not playing brown. with that. We're not playing with that at all. And I was just like, oh, well, that's not for me. <laughs> and so, yeah, his music has always reminded me of like black people who grew up around white people and like only date white people and only socialize with white people. Like that's just always the vibe he's given me. But he's older now. Okay. Um, and I mean, I'll check it out. I'm not gonna just write him off, but I'm just saying from. My previous interactions with Tyler the Creator, I'm like, I don't know about that nigga. 
Yeah, he and, and the Odd Future gang used to frighten me. Yeah, very for much real. So. They did crazy <laughs> shit. <laughs> they they gave me like black jackass. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, and I didn't like white jackass. Like I've never <laughs> been entertained by men being fucking dumbasses and doing shit just to gross you out. Like or just because they can. If I'm frightened that there's going to be some sort of a bodily fluid that I'm going to see, yeah, that I see, don't, gross. I'm not prepared <laughs> for it. Like that type of shit, you're making me nervous sometimes. But. The music is good. And I would say of the records that I looked at on the charts, I'm not mad at that young man being number one. And I think that the music was decent enough. DJ Khaled's album. Um, let me see if I can find the person who made this tweet because it was so gold. I have not heard any good reviews of that album. Someone described it as um, a person whose outfit is trash, but they think it's fire because every piece is designer. <gasps> Wow. I wish I could find... Let Ooh, me see if wait. I can find who tweeted that. Because you deserve <laughs> credit. It's very funny. And I mean, that is astute because I absolutely see what you're going for here. So it's probably an album full of like very expensive production and a bunch of stars mm-hmm. and people who are constantly on the charts and all that. But that's what that's what Khaled always does. Like yet, Khaled be trying right. to go for as many singles Yeah, but that by itself does not good music make. True. Like even... Which was Fear of Freud. Shout out to you, girl. 64,000 likes. Worth it. <laughs> Damn, that shit was 64. funny. Oh, okay. You, you know who one well. of those likes is? Tyler, the creator. Oh, is it really? Yeah, How he totally liked it. Petty. It's hilarious. And true. I mean, it's not even petty. It's just a really funny, factual thing to say. Well, I mean, I haven't even heard it, but I believe it because nobody has said good things. Khaled be having like Megan Trainer and like two chains <laughs> on one song. And then the next song will be like Ed Sheeran and Cardi B. Oh, uh-uh. And then the next song is like <laughs> Nick Jonas and Plies. And I'm just like, <laughs> like what? What? Is this nigga gumbo, Khaled? Is, is this one called Father of a Son? Yeah. It is. You know, Assad's okay. name is damn near in all of them ever since he was born, which I appreciate. Yeah, right. But... I mean, and I appreciate Assad, like, being the head of everything and <laughs> making all of the money. That is great. But I mean, he's my favorite thing about the family. I just don't. I'm looking at the track listing now, and I will check out the SZA song. Oh, the SZA um, song's cute. The SZA okay. song is the one I think that was uh, used for, like, Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. With the, oh, God, what the fuck is the sample? Oh, and I did, like, John Legend posted uh, that clip of Hire, and I did, like, Oh, yeah, I do like that that song and video a lot. Um, Top Off is on this album. Boy, you tried it. Easy. (laughs) You did that simply because of Beyonce. Because I I was just about to say, no shade to top off, but Beyonce's verse is the only part of that song I listened to. And I'm so glad that when she she did it, first of all, at Beachella, and then that she cut it in right when when Jay said, B, put the fuckboys on notice. I'm like, that is exactly where I start the song. That is where it begins as far as I'm concerned. And And Beyonce's verse on it is perfect. So... That's that's where it begins as far as Asad is concerned. (laughs) But... Child, Top Off is so old. It is kind of. I mean, <laughs> it came out March of last year. The girl, wow, I didn't realize it was. I mean, yes, well, yeah, I guess that does make sense. It is old as fuck. Well, here's the actual drama, right? So, apparently, one of the uh, a controversial thing a lot of artists have been doing with records these days is uh, bundling the sales with some mm-hmm. form of merch or something like that to boost sales. Interesting thing though is that a lot of times the merch is like 
completely irrelevant yeah. to the music. Frequently. <laughs> and it's like, why? Yeah. So. Didn't it, didn't Nikki complain about this exact same thing? Yeah, because I guess it gets like, it gets dicey when Billboard starts to say what counts and what doesn't and why and all that other shit. Because like Nikki's bundles were the album and then like legit, mer- like t-shirts and stuff yeah. with her face on it. That makes sense. Khaled, she was mad because Stormy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Stormy was doing Stormy it as was well. doing appearances. And the girls were looking for that newborn. Stormy was selling oh, yeah. pacifiers and shit. Stormy logged right on to um, TikTok <laughs> and said, so you girls, um, fuck that Barbie shit. We're here. <laughs> and, and Nikki couldn't take it. It's a real hard world to live Bring back Queen Radio. No, please don't. Please do. don't. You do I don't you do it. I need that shit. I need that shit. Don't you fucking do it. Don't. I can't. Okay. So, um, DJ Khaled and Tyler actually both had like bundle deals for their thing. It seems that Tyler was selling like, um, what do you call those? Like, you you know, like a campaign signs that you put in your lawn. Oh yeah, for like president stuff. Uh-huh. Well, this is like vote Igor, as well as like other again regular like a yard merch. sign. Yeah, like a yard <laughs> that you would literally. Can put you imagine up in your when yard? driving by somebody's house and it just says that there? No, I just feel like Tyler Creative fans don't. Like you are a own fan. yards, but if wow. they do, they put I mean, up in their mama's yard. I feel like right. I feel like most of them. That's not shade. I just feel like they live in big cities where people tend to be in apartments and that sort of thing. It wasn't shade. I mean, I most people have very that young fans that probably don't have right. Their and and if my mama, if I, I'm just imagining my mama's reaction to me going outside with a hammer, being like, I'm finna nail this into the. If ground. that don't say vote Jesus, you better pluck it out of my damn grass. And I know that right. I know you're not killing my grass for that ignorant shit. I know Igor. That. Who the, uh-uh, From no. Frankenstein? <laughs> right. You better get this devil uh-uh. foolishness off no, of my property. You better get that mess out of my house. I know that. That is exactly how that conversation will go. Khaled, on the other hand, was apparently bundling his album with energy drinks. And I just... Okay. Whose energy drinks? Right, because I don't his understand. Own? Was he trying to say that you're going to need as much as you can to... <laughs> To get through it. <laughs> like, I don't, but I really don't understand. Like, who would buy an energy drink from DJ Khaled's, like, website? This don't make sense. Of all the things. He okay. must have, like. I'm looking it up He now. must have, like, a share in this, this specific energy drink. Is okay. this it here? Awake. The mm. Awake Energy Shot. DJ Khaled collaboration. Yeah, this must like be okay. when this must be like when Nikki was promoting mix mix uh what was the damn sparkling Smirnoff ice and shit. Do you I know mean, the, the mix this little fake wine spritzer. Oh thing. yeah. Oh, what was them little things? Nikki used to promote them all the That's time. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Mix. It was, oh yes, mix Moscato Mus- with a yes. different flavor. Yes. Oh my God. Oh, that takes me back. What event was that? And they had free bottles of mix Moscato with a full Nicki Minaj with, life yes, size cutout. Yes. What party was that? I don't, I don't remember, even remember where we were, at, but was... I've seen those at more than one. <laughs> they must have at least two of those that they just throw in the back of a pickup and they just take it from event to event wow but yeah they had to have cut Nikki a cool check and she was like I guess it tastes good so yeah (laughs) but I don't think she was trying to bundle mix with the fucking salesman anyway I'm so confused by this energy drink shit I just don't understand all the things yeah but you could have sold like a little shirt or a I mean really any regular merch (laughs) keychain energy drink 
So I got, I'm my heart is sensitive. So most of his album, the bundled sales, won't count towards the charts. Right. So I read two different things, right? Okay. I read that Billboard was like, no, girl, we're not qualifying that because there are, there are anomalies in the figures and some of the numbers just ain't looking right. And then I also read on another website. Ooh, that's a good point. That it had something to do with the company, I guess, that he's collaborating with. Uh, on the energy drink and something to do with like the legitimacy of them or See? the numbers that they were putting out or something else. So Billboard right. alleges that something <laughs> was fishy in the energy drink world for DJ Khaled. So they pushed him back to number two and had Igor sitting at number one. DJ Khaled was very upset. Um, he posted some shady thing with his belly out on, on Instagram talking about how you know, he puts out music that people actually play and listen to and vibe to, not mysterious shit. Talking about I mean, Tyler's, but what is what does that even mean? You're not even an artist, though. So wow. <laughs> I don't understand why you acting like. I mean, not to say that being a DJ is not is just something any old body can right. do. Like, I mean, that the is grand definition of right. it, I guess you could be like, sure, because he produces, right? But he I hear you. I mean, like, he what hollers right. on the song, <laughs> right. yeah. And then, in, right, we listen to Justin Bieber sing exactly. about quarter waters and acrylic nails and whatever the fuck that else. That is all I'm saying. I just my thing is like, Khaled. So you know, right. like what? Somebody put me up on game. Like what? What is it that is so pressing? Because there's even rumor that he sicked his lawyers on on Billboard and he could possibly be trying to... So imagine DJ Khaled trying Suing. to sue them behind this. I just want to know... Behind not having a number one. Is it, is it, just, is it not just bragging rights? Right. Because like a number one... What does a number one on Billboard even really mean to you, DJ Khaled, at this point in your career? Like, does that make or break your career? Like, what is... I don't really understand why these artists are so fixated on that number one spot. And the fact that this is like the second time that I can remember it happening leads me to believe that a lot of them are like really pressed over this bundling thing and what's fair and what's not and all that shit. Right. Just even the, the mere fact that so many artists and labels are doing this bundling thing for the boost and yeah. whatever, there has to be something to it besides just, oh, well, I want to be able to say that I have the number one album. It has to be something deeper than that because I can't imagine mm -hmm. him doing all of this whining and shit and then <laughs> sending lawyers to go to Billboard <laughs> over some energy drinks. I, I just yeah. don't see what's so deep about it, you know? I would just like that people bought the album and hopefully are telling me that it's nice. Right. I mean, I get why they want to do sales more than anything else because, of course, you get paid more from album sales than from streams. But, I mean, if y'all keep on fighting and arguing over this dumb shit, they about to just take it back to where nothing counts but sales and streams and it's individual sales. And if you bitches are bundling it, then it don't count. And that will be the day that many of your faves will go missing. Yes. Because they will just lose. Because when them albums go <laughs> double paperclip, triple staple, they're going to be pissed. Look, I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> All this trying, I, that's not what I signed up for. That so. reminds me of some influencer who decided to start a t-shirt line and she has like almost a million followers and she just needed a hundred people 
to pre-order the t-shirt so that the line would go into production and could not get the numbers there. And I'm like, God damn, dog. What is going on? One of y'all know the truth of, as to why this is so pressing and I would just like a little Please bit of insight. Please tell me. Because right. I know being like, oh, my, number, my album's number one or my album's been number one for three weeks or whatever. Like, that's cool. But suing the girls? Right. Uh-oh, my bad. I don't know why I clicked on his fucking stories. <laughs> I don't know why I did that, but you yeah. used to be the you used to be the Snapchat um, self help guru. That's true, Khaled. He came back into the young people's conscience because of Snapchat. So I just don't this. I don't get the 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 pressness behind this, but you know, whatever. Rich niggas complaining about rich niggas shit. Um, the NBA finals are still going on. Apparently, <laughs> Woo! what a game, Chile! Oh my god, a lot happened in that last. Oh game. my god, game five was it? Was that five? Yeah, that was five. Shit, that was so much. So all I know about this game <coughs> is that it wasn't a great night for Kevin Durant. Apparently, he had some issue with an injury or something like that with his leg and he had been cleared to play again and probably should not have Mm -hmm. and ended up with a ruptured Achilles by the end of the night. Hmm. Lots of you basketball fans handle that in a pretty petty way if you're a Toronto fan. Uh, Yeah, that was pretty... uh, That was not a a sportsman-like thing to do. Drake was very broken up about it. If... (laughs) I mean, he looked, <laughs> he looked like he was tired of his girlfriend accusing him of cheating. I, yeah, I truly felt like it was some of the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. And he was just doing the absolute most for the sake of the cameras. And because he knew everybody was looking at him. He was like, reach, in, reach into Degrassi, reach right. into Degrassi. Reach, 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 reach. Because yeah. even after KD had like limped off, he was still doing an, oh, Yeah, no, it went oh, on for like the longest. Oh, That's where all of the good memes come like, from. Like, nigga, sit down. <laughs> being so fucking extra right now i saw a meme that uh used that and said um god damn it something like when you pretend to be you when you pretend to be upset that you forgot the condoms something like that Uh, all right keep playing with me you will go you will get your ass up and go right home we don't play them guys over here girl Um, did you forget them oh well i forgot my pussy i'm so sorry oh no <laughs> Let me go home. I gotta go pick up. I guess it's just, everything's been slipping everyone's <laughs> mind today. Well, you have a great night. <laughs> Woo, straight like that. Well, um, we got a social media update from Kevin Durant himself. Looking, does he look woebegone? My heart, man. My heart told me to say like Big Mama from Soul Food. <sighs> but... That's not nice. <laughs> but he's fine. He says, what's good, everybody? I wanted to update you all. I did rupture my Achilles. Surgery was today, and it was a success. Easy money. My road back starts now. I got my family and my loved ones by my side, and we truly appreciate all the messages and support people have sent our way. Like I said Monday, I'm hurting deeply, but I'm okay. Basketball is my biggest love, and I wanted to be out there that night because that's what I do. I wanted to help my teammates on our quest for the three-peat. I almost know what that means. It's just the way things go in this game, and I'm proud that I gave it all I physically could. Yikes. <laughs> to your own detriment, You really sir. did, sir. Like, literally. <laughs> you literally did. And I'm proud my brothers got the W, because 
spoiler alert, the Warriors still win. Yes. It's going to be a journey, but can you imagine? Because, bitch, let me tell you something. <laughs> I would have been in the wheelchair, like, line uh, all of these hoes up. Like, and it was close. And just rolling <laughs> right by each and every one of them. Do you see this leg? And you hoes still couldn't. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's the going short to be a, time he was out there, he was killing it. It's going to be a journey, but I'm built for this. I'm a hooper. I know my brothers can get this game oh, six and I will be cheering with Dub Nation while they do it. So there you go from Kevin himself. He's going to be out of the game for a while, but hopefully he will um, have a speedy recovery and he can get back to playing the game that he loves so much. Hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't affect, you know, his overall. Because to me, I'm like, yeah, the nigga rich mm-hmm. and, you know, is arguably one of the best and all of that mm-hmm. but ultimately that's a passion of yours you yeah. don't want to have to like not play anymore except for when you say hey girls they're gonna hang up my jersey or whatever shit yeah. and i'm just not doing this anymore because i am rich and i would like <laughs> to spend the rest of my life thinking about all of the rings that mm-hmm. i won and being and rich. uh cocktails and vagina yeah, rich so, shit for the rest of my days i mean i was going to go into a whole like you only get one body and why would you sacrifice your own physical health for this game and like all this like sir you knew you ain't had no business taking your noodle legs back out there but you know at the same time i am the same bitch who got into a car accident the day of the apollo show and the doctor told me to sit my ass at home for five days and what did i do you also did the show with strap throat carried my ass on oh oh god that was a bad oh i had to get my shit drained that day but and i still have you know minor neck issues to this day because i did not go home and sit my ass down like the doctor told me to so as much as i'm judging kevin durant i understand because i have done the same thing yeah it happens so just want to do what you're supposed to be doing uh, it really make people happy and proud disturbs me greatly though to have to like say kind things about or to this man it's a, it's a personal thing. Doesn't feel natural. I understand. But, you know, get better soon or whatever. He betrayed you. He did. He did. And so to hear him talk about his fucking brothers, like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck you and your brothers. Oh, God damn. I hate having to be a decent person. Shit. It sucks. I wanted to say so many terrible fucking things, but I refrained. Being a dickhead is way more. Fun. It's way more satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't need that kind of karma in my life. <laughs> Speaking about basketball, let's talk about um, Nicole Curran, a.k.a. the white woman who was oh my God. all in Beyonce's clavicle. <laughs> oh Court side. And while we talk about that, make sure when you're done to remind me to talk about you being on the Queen's Court because I saw it. <laughs> I want you to know I saw it. Okay. Well, great. Save it for later because amen. So many of y'all have probably seen this clip of um, Beyonce sitting next to her husband at the game and this white woman with jet black hair and very shiny boots being pretty much breastfed (laughs) involuntarily by this grown ass woman because she just could not stay in her circumference <laughs> now a lot of y'all are petty a lot of y'all ain't shit you know what I'm saying a lot of y'all clearly don't have no home training so you decided to yeah. make some lemonade memes and accuse this lady of being salacious and um <sighs> and inappropriate with that woman's husband I never took it that way yeah. and I actually kind of <laughs> felt bad for Beyonce specifically for having to like deal with the hive yes. and their fucking shit like I know Beyonce was like I should never wrote that goddamn shit at fucking album <laughs> I ain't telling these bitches no more of my fucking business 
I never thought that because you you would have to be the boldest living bitch mm. to be trying to talk to this lady's husband like that. Yeah, right I in front of her. That. I never thought that. I just thought it was a personal space issue. Like, bitch, absolutely. Why are you all up on my fucking areola? Like, I imagine it's loud. Right. But like, won't you? Hey, do you know if he wants a lime in his vodka soda or whatever? Like, bitch, you can ask me. I'm right here. I think I know whether that nigga want a lime in his sis, <laughs> sit back. Right, like, but you niggas went crazy. Yeah, y'all y'all did a lot. Like y'all did entirely too a I, whole lot. The young hive. Ugh, Junior Hive, I don't know. We gonna have to have a sit down with you but niggas. Stands across the board. Y'all be threatening mm-hmm. to kill people over mm-hmm. everything, Y'all knowing do. you won't kill no a fucking cockroach. Body. Like you ain't even fighting the bitches that's talking about you mm-hmm. today. No. So like, you <laughs> gonna kill this strange lady? In, right. You are going to burst into tears when one federal officer knocks on your door. <laughs> so please cut the shit. Like, you niggas is not about? like fucking bangers. Y'all are not finna kill nobody. Do your homework. <laughs> No, sit your ass down somewhere. Leave these people alone on the internet. Now, at first, I thought y'all was just putting bees in her comments, which, okay, I mean, ridiculous, whatever. but whatever. That's but also childish. But. Then I heard that it got like way worse, and y'all were talking about, oh, I don't know, death threats and like threats against her safety. And well, here's what Nicole says because <sighs> apparently she's married to the owner of one the of the owners, or yeah. one of them, or something. I okay. think the majority owner she's married to. So. She left this on Instagram. Her name's Warrior Nicole. (laughs) Warrior Nicole, I love your mom. And whenever you're past, I gotta listen, Beehive. I respect Queen Bee. I love her. I wish she would have put Bay. <laughs> like B-A-Y. I'm so glad she didn't. But mm. it would have been typical, but then also the Bay. Right. No. The Hive would have reacted. They really would have <laughs> they said really would have. everything else you're talking about. Um, listen, Beehive, I respect Queen B. I love her. I talked to her husband twice tonight. First to take a drink order from them both when they arrived as they were our guests. Which is like, don't you have people for that? Like, was it your job specifically to ask yeah, them what they wanted to drink? Maybe she likes playing hostess. I mean, she is the owner's wife. Some of the girls do. I would I would definitely. If I was on first name basis with Beyonce and Jay-Z, I would personally take their drink orders. Yes, I, I get it. That. I get it. But again, in my breast? Right. Like in my cleavage, man? I just feel like this could have, this could have happened, up. you know, way better. And it's really ESPN's fault. For tweeting out the video of like just that clip of Beyonce looking mm-hmm. like if this bitch don't get out of my breast, yes, that's they, it's their fault. Which was the best? That was really all just all that was good about it. I honestly, I didn't even, I wouldn't have never guessed this. I thought that she was just talking to them about rich people stuff. Mm. Like I, yeah, I did. I definitely did not think. I mean, even if. It, Whatever you thought they were talking about, you surely didn't think this woman was like leaning across Beyonce, flirting with her husband at the fucking NBA finals. You just didn't courtside at that. You just did not think I just knew that. that you were making my bitch visibly uncomfortable and I wasn't here for it. And she did look Back high up. as fuck. Like she had a good ass edible at the house about 45 minutes ago and it just kicked in. She about to... So she was probably fighting herself to <laughs> say out loud. Right. Get back. <laughs> I can feel Fuck. my energy, bitch. Oh, my God. God damn it. Okay, so Nicole also says, second, 
to explain why I gave his wife, this is what she said she was saying to Jay-Z, second to explain why I gave his wife a rose from a fan. So apparently a fan passed Mama a rose, somehow she got a, a rose, and she decided to give that to Beyonce, who I'm sure gave her a smirk and a head nod, and then she maybe felt insecure about it as I would have, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, should I do too much? Maybe I crossed my mouth. Like, I, I just wanted you to know, like, uh, they just asked me, so I, I, I knew I was going to be here, and I, I, I just... <laughs> a lot. I'm trying to be like, I understand it. All of this has been taken out of context. I am a happily married woman, I'm sure. Telling me to kill myself, six question marks? Somehow I don't think she would support this. Two likes. So... Well, it also says, like, this is after a few seconds. So. Oh, man. I really did not know it was that bad until Beyonce's sure. publicist had to post about it. And even in her comments, the hive was going in. I'm we like, don't care, y'all sis. have got to calm the fuck down. And a lot of the critics, because I went through and read it, and a lot of it is, well, Beyonce need to come tell us directly, and Beyonce need to do this, Girl. and Beyonce posted that. Beyonce no. is way past the point of having to speak to you niggas. Do you know what Miss Yvette does as a publicist? Do you know what a publicist job is? That is Beyonce's voice. She does. She's speaking. not saying anything about Beyonce that Beyonce doesn't approve or want her to say. And so really anything she says regarding Beyonce, you niggas should take as coming directly from Beyonce. Honestly, I don't I know why y'all don't like get this. this. <laughs> I see mama here, uh, Nicole shedding a tear or two. Um, to the husband. Yeah. I see the husband calling Jay-Z. I see Jay-Z turning into Beyonce and pretty much going, <laughs> And then I see Beyonce <laughs> calling the publicist and being like, <laughs> And then that's why we yes. got that response. And her being like, I have worked for you, you know, for like 28 years, so I know exactly I know what exactly. that means. Say yes. less. I just can't, I don't know where you niggas get the gumption. Like, of all the people that I think y'all should know better than to get crazy in her comments, like Beyonce's publicist. I don't know what you niggas was thinking here. And I mean, flaming her, fine. It's the internet, memes, whatever. But like, death threats. It's too much. Come on, like, it's I just... <laughs> I mean, there are so many people you could threaten with death. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this woman just... This was just too much, y'all, but... Funny. I mean, to to a certain to a certain degree, yes. The reaction on this lady's face, like, <laughs> oh, she's still here. All right, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> like that's yeah, hilarious. Still, your hot ass breath is still on my neck. Oh wow, okay, she's still here. <laughs> Alrighty. And then B posted Oof. the picture, and that lady was cropped out of it. Which Beyonce crops everybody out, but I mean, the Hive took that and ran. We're with here to it. see her. Absolutely ran with it. Oh, oh well. All of you young stands, it's not even just the hive, the barbs and the carbs and everybody else. Y'all have got to fucking relax. Stand for your fave, but like I think that like when you get old enough where you have like your own refrigerator. Yeah. And you realize that you gotta put the food in it or oh, you can't yeah. eat. Right, right, right. I feel like that starts to mm-hmm. Balance things out. Yeah, and you don't have time. I don't have time to, to kill go. motherfuckers right. for strangers, or to even <laughs> act like that's the type of bitch that I am. Unless that's how you make your money. <laughs> I'm just not like that. So, but yeah, y'all will grow up one day. Um, what else is going on over here? Oh, new joke from the internet as well. Okay. Um, what has Young Miami from the City Girls missed? Her period. <laughs> I was waiting on you to do it. I mean, so. 
Um, the lesser half of Miami rap duo uh, City Girls well, announced God recently damn. via um, Instagram and <laughs> the second part of their documentary City Girls Point Blank Period. Is that really the and tagline? The name of it. You are joking. That's what it's called. So, oh my God. in a raw uh, video. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's raw. It's raw as fuck. That, that it is. It is a mess. Raw emotion. Um, <laughs> we see uh, young Carisha on the phone with the running CEO of QCP, mm. Pierre Thomas. Yeah. And she's basically revealing to him that she's pregnant and she's crying and doesn't know what to do because we all know JT in jail and like what the fuck I'm supposed to do now because mm-hmm. I've been trying to hold it down and basically I'm the one hand on all of the bookings and now <laughs> right. here I am growing a whole other person because you know puss so <laughs> I, I mean she's talking you know like whatever I mean, yes yes that is basically what was said yes so here she is. She actually, I didn't even realize she was like this pregnant. So she's been pregnant for a while, I guess, and hiding it. Yeah, I think that footage is probably old. Yeah. Um, because she posted like a full little, here's my belly photo and yeah. like a negligee and some panties and a harsh bang. And her caption says um, the following. <clears throat> I've been going back and forth to share this moment with my fans. But on my terms, <laughs> I want this journey to be nothing but positive going forward. And I want to share this with y'all. No one knows what is best for me but God. And this was his timing for me. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody doubted me and said I shouldn't be rapping and that I would be able to do that. I would be able to hold a group down while JT was away. But I did just that and then some. Uh. To the point that you all have made this experience as, ra- as a rapper, as and rapper, mm. so fulfilling that I cannot wait to show more of what I really had in store for my fans. Or our. She really do talk like this. <laughs> I did everything they said I couldn't because that's just the type of woman I am and going to continue to be. Pregnancy is very beautiful <laughs> and life-changing. <laughs> Brutiful is more of like a, it's more of like a South South thing. Yeah. Like Miami is the South. Right. But, but it's you know, not like culturally the South. south. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I cannot wait to see what the future has in store for the city girls. This is my personal life and it is what it is. Period. Young Miami slash your upper body. <laughs> So she got like a lot of of um, well wishes and love and and stuff like that from fans and from her uh, shade room lady peers. And yeah, everybody's real happy for her. And like at the end of the day, girl. First of all, let's hope that the baby ain't gay for its own sake. And then secondly, um, my God, I mean Cardi B was fine. Uh, that's quite different if you ask me, but I'm looking at her baby daddy's Instagram and it ain't oh. Nan mention of this child nowhere. Wait, where's the baby? What's the baby daddy? She Instagram? tagged him. Click on the thing. Oh, she did? Yeah, her stomach. <laughs> she tagged the nigga. No, she. <laughs> yes, she did. Of course she did. I'm a bird. I'm 808 a bird. Mafia Boss. Yep. No clue what this nigga is. <laughs> Probably a rapper, right? Oh, make beats. Okay, he put it right there in the bio for those of us who did not know. Oh, man. 
Um. Well, I don't know that God planned this for you. I feel like you and that nigga planned this for you. <laughs> oh no, they did. Well, <laughs> I believe God had more to do with it than these two did. Because uh, I'm even, gonna I'm gonna blame human even, biology on this. Okay, that sounds better. <laughs> even P was on the phone after she said she was pregnant. Oh my and god! Nigga was like, Oof. Uh, <laughs> I like, fell for it. She god was like, damn, console her. Fuck, right, tell her it's all good. Tears. He didn't give not one congratulations. That nigga said, I'm gonna call, I'm call you back. Fuck, <laughs> God. Damn! Like, <laughs> that shit was so, I mean, not funny. Like, I felt for her, but it was like, ooh, girl, why would this be the it clip y'all put out? In a dark way, but it was also, like, really fucked. Oh, I've seen this nigga before. Yeah. They were on the, I saw him in this picture when they were at the Billboard Music Awards together. And she had on this green dress, and he was there. Oh, okay, so okay. I, yeah, I, I have see seen that. this guy before. Um. Well, yikes. All right. Well, you know what this means, girls? Mm. Um, it means rest, I mean the, the city girls peace to the city girls <laughs> it means not necessarily over. I mean I mean here's the problem Cardi yes recipes of the city girls summer uh, I mean for them individually because act up is still gonna come on okay well I mean so JT was never gonna have a, a city girl summer anyway right Carisha clearly is not but what I'm thinking of here is like the long term success of the group it's already a struggle with JT being locked up like S soon as they started to get hot. But see, this is why I think. Okay. I think that they can actually benefit from the fact that she's still locked up. Because the when she finally does get out, girl, that's your marketing. But are they putting out new music in the meantime? No, right? Because she, she doesn't have anything I doubt recorded. It. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Carry this baby to term. You know what I'm saying? God bless you. Have a, a safe um, gestation and, and labor and all of that. By the time you, you know... That nigga gets here and you're breastfeeding or doing whatever. Hopefully JT will be out not too long after that. Y'all jump back in the studio and come back out and give us some stuff. Somebody tell me JT is going to be locked up for another year or the rest of the year. Right. So this girl's probably going to have this baby what? Because I can't, I don't know how pregnant she is. I would guess by September, October. Yeah, I'm thinking fall-ish she's going to have this baby. Great. So by the time this this, uh, JT gets out. You didn't have the baby for a little while. You have to like kick it and hang out. Yeah. Put her in a whole bunch of fancy, expensive uh, mm. baby clothes. You know, probably not with the baby daddy anymore by then. So you really got material yep, yep. Uh, for little Yachty to write. And then, you know, when she gets out, mm. get back to it. I just don't the know. Girls will, the girls will go up if the song is good. The girls will go up if the song is good. Mm. I mean, I just have my doubts. I really do. Like, people compare the situation to the Cardi situation, but Cardi was bigger in her career than where the than where Carisha is right now. She was. Cardi was bigger in her career. Bodak Yellow had came out. Yeah, City Girls don't yeah, know nothing about yeah. Cardi had already started to cross over white people were caring yeah, about Yeah, by her. the time she was pregnant. Very right. much so, yeah. Exactly. So, and people... Love Cardi's personality. People loved people loved Cardi B. Like they loved watching her on TV. They loved her Instagram and all yeah. this shit. Risha, anytime I hear about Risha's Instagram, it's because she done said something ignorant or homophobic or whatever else. So it's just like I don't see whatever fans you have really hanging in there until JT comes back and then y'all are ready to put out some music, but maybe. Maybe. I think that if they play their cards right and they make sure that they get some hot music out. When it's all said and done, it'll be fine. Like, you don't have to oversaturate yourself. You don't have to have a record out. Yeah, you and don't. And I'm out at every second. You can actually... Absence really does make 
her Grafana it for does. some of the time. So you can really take this little break. You know what I'm saying? Have your little baby. Mm, yep. Wait for Homegirl to come back out and give us another hot record. Uh, yeah. You... I don't think that just because she's pregnant now that it means the City Girls are never going to have success again. Because quite honestly, I have been waiting for JT to get out. Period. Yeah, anyway, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. So, <laughs> by the time that happens, your baby gonna be here anyway. So, <sighs> well, you know, best of luck to her in her pregnancy, and um, best of luck to. She posted an email from JT. I from, did see that. That was that's funny. very nice. Let me read it. Where is it? It's gonna be all. Oh wait, no. Yeah, do your Miami Hoover accent. No, you can do it. <laughs> oh no, I can't do it. You know, I'm actually literally cannot do it. Wow. She said, "I went to prison broke. I'm coming home rich." That's a fact. Okay. I mean, there is an alignment. Wow. Well, go off. Um, Sure. You know, I mean, I hope y'all are past the homophobic bullshit. I don't know if you are or not, but that'll be what keep me from supporting you if you are still on that wave. Wait, where is the email? I thought she posted it on It's right here. It's on Risha's. It's on Young Miami 305 right there. That's what I'm looking at. It's right. It's the second picture. Hit refresh. Nigga, it's right here. (laughs) Well, why don't I see it? I don't know. Oh, you know what? I need to hit refresh. <laughs> the last picture for me is the maternity one. But I definitely read it. Oh, it's in a different tab. Oh, Cedar. There you go. Well, this shit is uh, loading too long, so I'm not reading it. You I can mean, go to it's Miami's not. It's page. right. It's it's basically just it's three members of the city girls now. I can't believe we famous. Everything is going to be dope. I'm excited. Da, da, da. Like, it's not that much, but. You know, it's there. So. I went to prison broke. I'm coming home rich. <laughs> and you having summer, so we gonna have so... So is the baby named Summer? You having summer, so we gonna have Because at first it do. says it's gonna be all about summer. Now it's three members of the City Girls. Yeah. So I'm thinking that that's the baby's probably name what is they're summer. naming the oh, baby. My cousin named her baby Summer. It's Summer's really a very cute name. It is cute. Uh, well, Jatavia Shakara Johnson, the doll. She gonna hang with us since Baby Jai never do. Who is that? Who is Baby Jai? I'm assuming that's the other one. I mean, her son. Risha's child. I think I don't uh, know. Okay. Babies. Do JT have a child? Probably. Oh Lord. Shit, okay. Well. <laughs> so <I don't. laughs> okay. Good luck. Her prayers for everybody. Yeah. All around the fetus especially. What else do we have here? Um. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ooh, Cuba Junior got in some trouble for allegedly grabbing a tit. Oh, no, not a tit. At the club. He says it's not true. Oh, Lord. And he's going to let the footage speak for itself. Okay, we'll roll that beautiful bean footage then. But some white... Well, I don't want to say she's white. I don't know that that part was um, <laughs> clarified. I'm just guessing because we're talking about Cuba getting... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you lay it out like that, nigga... 30-year-old woman told the cops that the actor grabbed her breasts while they were at the Magic Hour rooftop bar. Oh, right here in the city. Oh, what happens at the Magic Hour? Let me look that up. <laughs> she said that he was highly intoxicated and then he got into an arg and she got into an argument with him after he grabbed her breasts and it had to be broken up by security. Yes. And it looks like it, she's not the only one who has this story. Really? So, we'll see, but... Yeah, that's disturbing. uh, Sir Gooding June says, I trust the system. This is tape that shows what really happened. Oh, no. That's the most important thing, right? I'm not used to a black man saying, I trust the system. Nigga, what? Now I'm really concerned. You mean the operating system at the club? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what he meant. 
I was at the I was at the club. I left. I met a bunch of people. I said hello. I took pictures. And you know, you have to have faith in what people are saying. But what people are saying is not that, good. What do you mean? Now I'm giving the process the chance to show what happened and what went down. I mean, I truly hope there is security cameras all over this bar, club, or whatever it is. And we see exactly what happened. But, I mean, yikes. I don't really know. I don't really know what to say about that. Wendy Williams has been uh, traipsing around New York City with a new nigga on her arm. Um, Apparently, he is a 27-year-old designer? 27? He's 27. Wow. The nigga fully looks like, here's your Postmates order. <laughs> but also, I have amazing dick. And oh, really, that's 100%. all I want for Wendy. Right. You know that's all Wendy is giving a fuck about right now. And Wendy, you done been out of the game for a while, but I'm going to tell you this shit, bitch. Oh, don't no. you stop. Don't The buck does not stop here. Okay? Right. Get, it is a hot girl summer. Okay, Trina's got music coming out That's June 21st. Right. That's right. As well. Mm-hmm. So we don't have time. Okay. And a lot no. of girls isn't said now because Carisha pregnant that, you know, there's their their whole summer or their city summer or their hot girl summer or whatever the fuck out of the act up season, no, whatever it's been called, out. is over. <laughs> I don't understand that. No, okay. No, no. We still acting out. Okay. Well, your leader dies, you hold the legacy down. Okay. <laughs> and you keep right. the shit going. What the fuck? You keep their memory alive. Bitch. You don't give up and lay down in the fucking trenches. We are still having a hot girl. Girl summer bitch fever is out Lizzo's album is out it's like you said Trina shit is coming out no we absolutely acting up with 27 year old convicted felons all summer long I mean bitch if your ute is empty then what the <laughs> pro- what's what's, right. what's even the issue and who amongst you can throw stones so uh, I'm still going to be celebrating the summer and I hope that the rest of y'all Damn are sure as well will. but Wendy you need to be doing the same thing alright now's the fucking time all right, don't you be having these niggas clinging around and, and be trying to suck whatever clout from you. They need to be sucking clit from yes. you, and that <laughs> is the end. Okay, All right. tell them to drop off the dick. Okay, and you know maybe just as a good gesture, give them a, a couple bucks, get some new Jordans or two K <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. Whatever that the they kids like, are into now, and send them home. You need to have you okay a roster because. Long as you'd have been um, working and married to this nigga that people have not had nice things to say about and drug you through all this bullshit and stuff, mm-hmm. girl, you better be out here getting fucked. That's Now's right. Now's the time. And I want to see a new 27-year-old in a week or two tops. Absolutely. We're not running around with this nigga all summer, Wendy. Give this nigga his severance package when you are done. Yes. And, and, and get something on, else out here. Bouncing to the next dick boy all summer long. The end. Thanks. <laughs> That's it for Hot Tops, The Nutty Professor. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. 
When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8-0. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all. There's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. (laughs) Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. Okay, so we're back. It is now time for your listener letters. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on the show. We are going to start off with an email from Kayla who wants to know if you watched E3, anything you're super excited about. Crystal, did you catch the info about Breath of the Wild 2? I'm so excited, etc. I feel like that's Kayla. not what they're going to call it, but that's what people yeah, are going to no, call it Yeah, no, right. Now. The sequel to Breath of the Wild. Uh, yes, thank you to 90% of the internet for tagging me in that trailer I promise um, you I was watching it live when it was announced <laughs> and by the time I went to Twitter to say something to you five people already yes it was <laughs> it was immediate and it kept coming all day and uh, all day again today I am incredibly excited as y'all know I am a master of Breath of the Wild I think that's true yeah no I, re- I literally am yeah. I not only have 100% completion which is all 900 Korok seeds all the shrines main and side quests etc I also have all the clothing and it's all been upgraded to its max defense like i and there's literally not anything in that there's game that nothing else in the game no and there's nothing else for me to do i know how to kill i kill i took out half of ganon's power with a pot lid i am very fucking good at this game <laughs> and then i played it again on master mode got all the divine beats <laughs> beat ganon and got the master sword and i was like i'm not finishing it again you know i've already yeah. done this so I, if anybody is ready for a sequel to this game it's me and i cannot fucking wait nintendo also announced uh pokemon sword and shield which comes out later this year and it looks very breath of the wild-esque in that um it seems to be one of the first Pokemon games where rather than having like this top down view of everything, you can control the camera. You've got this huge world where you see all the Pokemon everywhere. So like Breath of the Wild, but yeah. you're a Pokemon trainer and you catch them. So I'm definitely getting that as well as a sequel to Breath of the Wild. Um, big thing for me was um, Keanu Reeves being in Cyberpunk 2077 because I love Keanu Reeves. I wish that... Um, he would just swaddle me in a blanket <laughs> and just read me bedtime stories. Also, did you watch um, Always Be My Maybe? 
Not yet. It's really fucking cute. Not yet. I actually just started when they see us because I finished Pose and I figured, well, oh. why not just keep crying? Pose. So. Oh my God. <laughs> but yes, it is so fucking cute. Wait till yeah. you see the I'm whole thing. I'm definitely going to watch it. It's that. adorable. I know he's in it too. Oh yeah. Um, And then they're making an Avengers game, which I hope is really good. It looks decent enough. And I just hope that we get Black Panther in it as, uh, as soon as possible. Other than that, I think that... um. There was like a couple of other things that seemed interesting or exciting. E3 was boring this year. And I think it's because like Microsoft is working on a new Xbox. Sony's working on a new PlayStation, PlayStation 5. Nintendo's always working on some shit. Mm-hmm. So I feel like a lot of the girls were just like, we don't, we're, we're, we're keeping secrets. <laughs> I don't know. But okay. it was a little lackluster this year, but there's some good shit coming out. So that's nice to see. Well, you know me. Didn't pay attention to anything but Breath of the Wild. Uh, and- Fair enough beyond excited for this. I don't know what bullshit they about to throw my way, but... It almost looks like you're going to be able to play a Zelda or Link. Right. It does look like that, doesn't it? But who knows? Yeah. They really didn't show us too much in the trailer. Yeah, it no, was basically didn't. just Hyrule Castle. I thought it was going to be like an expansion of the first game. Me too, but there already is an expansion. Right. So I was like, this so, is an awkward time to put out some other thing. Right. And then another they're like, DLC. oh no, girl, actually, we're coming to everything. A whole other world, right. Which makes me think it won't be coming out till probably next year or the year after. After if maybe I had to guess, even I'm saying like holiday of next year. That's what a lot of people said, Christmas of 2020. And you know, that will absolutely be my present. If so, whenever it comes out, whenever the pre-order is ready, it'll be like you and Kingdom of Hearts. I will be that same way There's with no Breath of the Kingdom Hearts. Yep. That ex- same exact same way about this game. Like, That's I, stand, I'm, I am I stand. open to new gamers, especially new black gamers. Amen. So I love it. All right. Next question. Glory. Hallelujah. This comes from. I said glory hall. But... Uh, okay. Happy pride. <laughs> um, this comes from Tay, who says, I have a best friend who I've been friends with for six years now. We met freshman year in college and quickly became close. Two years into our friendship, she started dating a girl who went to our school because lesbians move at the speed of light. After one night of sex, they began living together and were inseparable. For two years straight, not only did they live together, but they literally did everything as a unit. When my best friend would visit, her partner would always be there. Even when I called my friend, she would either pass her partner the phone or would have it on speaker so that she was always part of the conversation. It became so common that in casual conversation, I would just say y'all because they acted as if they were one person. Right. Although it was annoying, I didn't necessarily mind because our partner and I started to get really close as well, oh, but Lord. it was still annoy- annoying nonetheless. Oh, Fast forward to January of this year, they moved out of state and started having trouble in their relationship. Ultimately, yep. they broke up mm-hmm. and her partner is now married to another woman. Of course she is. My best friend, I mean, lesbians, they broke up in January, February, and she's already married. It is June. <sighs> this is, this, I'm not surprised. My you know your people. people. Yeah. <laughs> We are the polar opposite. Yes. You got to chase a nigga to the grave on this side. Are the exact opposite. Like lesbians will fully propose after two weeks, and they and they mean that shit. (laughs) Okay, my best. Gaze, you just put the nigga ring in his in his casket. (laughs) (laughs) You just didn't get to it. Meanwhile, le- lesbians will marry you in the hospital so that y'all are married before you oh, absolutely. one of you dies. Very the notebook. Yes, all that shit. Yeah. My best friend is, of course, heartbroken. And now it seems like every conversation we have, her ex-partner is mentioned in some way. 
I'm annoyed again because I feel like during the course of their relationship, she basically shitted on all of her friendships for her partner. She basically only lived to please her partner and would do questionable things for their sake with no regard for anyone around her. Now that they're no longer together, though, I'm expected to be there for her, for her, which I have been, but I'm still annoyed by this. Mm. I told her before that I felt this way, but she didn't really acknowledge it as much as her relationship has been her primary concern. Wow. I want to bring it up and let her know how I feel, but I don't want to be an asshole considering she also lost her father earlier in the year not that they were really close but she's dealing yeah how should i bring this up because i'm still resentful as fuck in all honesty thanks tay it is harder when somebody is dealing with like tragedy and a breakup which is its own form of trauma so yeah that is hard but at the same time like you being resentful and thinking about how much you are annoyed with her means that y'all like your friendship is not going to grow exactly it's going to remain stagnant or it's actually going to start deteriorating because you're not being real with her about how you absolutely and she's a grown-up she's gonna have to take it and Mm -hmm. you can be like hey girl so love you down and i'm so glad you are speaking to me again Mm -hmm. but (laughs) you start two years where you absorbed yourself into hell the bitch like that wasn't cool and the fact that you just kind of didn't give a fuck about whatever anybody else had going on because you had your girl now like Y'all are young. And so this is a very common young people mistake. Yeah. And something that I have done. And I have also been the bitch to call out my friends and be like, okay, bitch, like that wasn't right. How you Same. just stopped talking to the rest of us mm-hmm. because this nigga came around. And now yeah. that he gone, here you go again. Like you have to grow up and learn how to balance your friends and your relationship. That is a healthy thing to do. And I think it's also so common that it's probably for the best that you just say it to niggas so yeah. that they know like, <laughs> oh shit, bitch. Like, yeah. I guess I did do that. Yeah. So that then the next and time. it hurts. Right. <laughs> and it sucks and it's not fun and it's going to like like you were saying it's going to basically affect the um it's going to affect the efficiency of your friendship yeah. or or like the level of which you can be there as a friend for her and stuff because you're resentful and and rightfully right. so so i feel like you know we said this before like sometimes like when we're feeling sour about stuff we be thinking about like the delivery being sour, but like yeah. it doesn't have to be like, I think that it's, it just needs to be respected and understood. And as friends, you should be able to say to her, even while consoling or having conversation about whatever, like just so you know, like this and this happened and it really was hurtful to me. Right. And I'm absolutely here for you now. But like, I just want you to know like how this stuff affected me as well. So right. like in the future, we don't have to deal with that type of stuff again because, like, here we right. are today. Exactly. And like we said, it's very fucking common. So hopefully she doesn't take it as, like, oh, no, like, this can't, like, I can't never uh, come back mean? from this. Yeah. And, right. Like, it's some huge thing. I mean, it is a huge thing, but it is very, it's the fucking cold. It yeah. is so fucking common. Yeah. So Sometimes people just be needing tune-ups, and a lot of the girls don't even realize that yeah. they were just completely up their loved one's, you know, ass and everything right. else fell to the wayside. So, And it doesn't take much. All you need is a genuine, heartfelt acknowledgement of your feelings and, apo- and an apology from her. It does not take a lot. And even better, if you have another friend of y'all yes. who was like, so y'all can be like all, all that bitch gotta do is sit in the background <laughs> and nod. Like, mm-hmm. if I just catch that nodding from friend two in my peripheral yep. vision, I'm like, oh, I really did fuck yes. it up. Oh, God. Don't let two of my friends come to me about something. I'm about to start oh, crying. Yeah, they might feel jumped. <laughs> 
You know your friend better than we do. Right. Maybe you need to do this. I would have started as a crying. Like, no, I disappointed everybody. Yeah, but I mean, just like her feelings are valid and important as a friend, yours are as yep. as well. Yeah. So it's just something that y'all have to talk about, and and you know, it should be fine. Yeah. I think that these conversations happen frequently enough with friends and I'm sure they don't all go well but it just is what it is. Nobody likes to feel, especially if you've been friends with somebody for X amount of years and then all of a sudden they meet somebody at, you know, Pride or whatever mm-hmm. and then now you don't oh know me Lord. for two years. Yes, oh God. You leave Pride with that nigga and I don't see you again for another three years. Right, like we need to talk. Yeah, for real. So, and it's, it's yeah, it's out there. So just sit down. Right, everybody, you know, people really have to get used to the idea that you can't have any sort of relationship platonic or romantic or otherwise with people without like inevitably there will be some sort of conflict always and if everybody doesn't feel like they can come together and speak about their feelings and be heard and respected then the relationship is not a healthy it's doomed to fail right so hopefully y'all are close enough to where you can talk about this and everybody can resolve hug it out y'all be back to watching netflix and talking shit about these niggas and honey if you're not then i guess that says a lot too doesn't it right and if she is still like so wrapped up in herself and she can't understand well then you know what she's gonna have to deal with that on her own like that's her shit but you can't make no grown person act right so she won't be married for long Lord, I'm just, just statistics. I'm, I'm, I mean, just you know, it's simple I math. I mean, like, girl, you went from a two-year relationship. Bitch, to... you broke up in January, and you, <laughs> and married? you were already married. Not even just in a new relationship, but you are married. The girls do this. The lesbian. Oh my God, it really just jumped out. Holy! Can you imagine God. if you were like a lesbian judge? Like, no. can you imagine if you were a judge, bitch? No. Like at the courthouse, <laughs> and you see these two girls come in, and you go home. Are you whole sure? <laughs> How long? When did you meet this? When did y'all meet? Five and a half weeks ago. (laughs) Girl. I'm here to tell you. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Tell your ex to just hang in there because eventually her, her, or your friend, because her ex is definitely going to start going through it, probably posting about it on Instagram and being texting her. Okay. I'll kind of mess. <sighs> Good you gonna luck. hear from the girl again by August? Right. Good luck. Um, next Oh, I was question. at Sweet Heat and. <laughs> Come on. You just look so good in that sundress. <laughs> Whatever. I just so happened to see you on my Explore page. Oh, that's y'all favorite lie. Bitch, I'm not on your Explore page. At all. <laughs> I At am all. not. I thought you said you blocked me. <laughs> bitch, it don't be nothing but hubcaps, hubcaps and sneakers on your Explore right. page, bitch. You're lying. It ain't nothing but little kids trying to go viral on mine. So please cut the shit. Mine is legitimately like games, drag queens, okay. and dick prints. That is my explore I mean, page. And it is because of who I follow. Yep, yep. It's just because of who because I follow. Because you follow games and drag queens and dick prints. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and I follow a lot of people with fucking kids. So, there we go. There you go. <laughs> All right. This question comes from Sabuda, who says only true living single fans will get it. I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going I to, I was going to say that. No. This hustle. Me and Link were just having a nice, healthy, living single. You know what's on over? <laughs> We're having a nice, healthy... I like to expose Link to classic black television. Mm -hmm. She's a huge fan of Living Single. Okay. Um, She really, really enjoys... um, What's her show? Oh, she loves the Parkers. (laughs) And she also really enjoys... A uh, queen. She really enjoys Blackish. Oh, okay. So she gets it. Link has taste. She's right. She's a a lady of the people. Absolutely. She would legitimately sit there and watch it. I've she's been here for your dog right and she's clearly black I'm like bitch are you 
Are you looking at the TV? Are you following the show? So Sabuda says, I am a 34-year-old black woman who is beyond tired of parenting my mother. I know it's a hell of a first sentence. God damn. I was raised by my father after my mother left when I was three. After she left, we went years without hearing from her. When we did, it was sporadic and just a lot of empty promises. I have grown to not expect much from her. I am the youngest out of my dad's six kids and out of her too. And I have always been the responsible one, whether it was money, business, or even medical stuff. When I was 17, my dad sent me to live with my mom because I was acting out of control. And my mom sent me back within two months saying it was financially too much for her to handle. Even though when I was there, I was paying for everything out of my savings since I had been working since I was 14. Fast forward to the last three years, my dad passed away, which broke my heart. And I wanted to build a better relationship with the only living parent I have. But that has turned into me always having to be the parent. I recently started a great job with better pay and I love what I do, but I find myself having to take care of my mom, making sure she has paid her bills, pitching in when she's short, even though I have my own household to maintain. Most recently, I had to get on her about filing taxes and getting annual physicals and budgeting. I have even flown to her city to put together a budget board like I have for myself. Y'all ain't even in the same city. (sighs) Okay. But no matter what I attempt to teach or not teach, I have all I always find myself in what I feel to be the parent role. I have no kids because I'm still doing ratchet stuff with my friends. I mean, same. same. I mean, that's a literal same reason and everything. And forking out money to her every month just doesn't help our relationship. And it makes me want to back away. How do I tell her that I can't keep helping her without hurting her feelings too badly and that I need her to be the parent in the relationship, not me? I know she can't replace the awesome parent my dad was, but I just want her to be a parent who is concerned about her child and not what her child can do for her. Thanks for any advice, Sabuda. This is always like really hard to answer just because it's the complication of the emotional and and spiritual connection that you have to your parent. Right. And it's so hard uh, often to look outside, especially for like people of color to look outside of them as human beings Mm -hmm. that are incredibly imperfect and, not like these living gods that should just have it all together right. and be supporting you and patting you on your back. And ultimately, like, I'm sure that you want her to be a parent in the sense of, like, making sure that you're okay emotionally and checking up on you and making mm-hmm. sure that you went and got your mammograms or whatever, like, but... <laughs> Come on, mammograms. At the same time, like, I think... Mm, it's difficult for me to say this because I don't have kids, but I feel like <sighs> the job of the parent is more so to like make sure that you have the tools to go out into the world and be like healthy and self-sufficient. And it sounds like you have them. So yes. to me, like I get the responsibility of wanting to make sure that your mama is good because she's your fucking mama. But it doesn't mean that you can't, again, sit down with love and be like, mama, I can't keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And whatever your language is yep. with, you know, your your family, you know, but sounds to me like you're definitely <laughs> at an age where, you know, what I'm saying you kind of at least have one hand on the steering wheel of mm-hmm. your own yeah. your own life, if not both. And so you're going to have to just for your own sanity and again, efficiency. Yeah. Say to your mother at some point, look, 
we got to straighten this stuff out because I'm not going to keep doing this. Yeah. You know, like not even just because not just because I want you to be my mama and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. But I literally have a life of my own. Yeah. That I have. And she's to 34. Right. She's a grown ass woman. So. Right. So unfortunately, Sabuda, I really I feel like my advice or what I have to say here is like not very uplifting. Because this is a sad situation. Yeah. And what you've told us here is that your mother was never really a mother to you. Mm. She left when you were three. You went years without hearing from her. She came through like never. She had a bunch of empty promises and all this. Even when you did go live with her, she sent you right back two months later. Like this, this is not, this may be your biological mother, but this is not a parent to you. And so you wanting to have a better relationship with the only living parent you have is truly understandable. However, Mm. it was never your fault that y'all didn't have a relationship. Facts. It was always on your mama to be your fucking mama. And she didn't do that. She simply did not earn this place in your life. She didn't earn you taking time out of your day to make sure she is taking care of basic bitch shit Mm. like this is stuff that anybody who is as old as your mama is should be doing herself, like mm-hmm. paying your bills and filing taxes. Like, Going to the I'm not holding your hand for this shit. Like, you are the, not even just the parent, you're the fucking adult. Like, mm-hmm. you're even adultier than I am, bitch. So, like, I'm not helping you do this random stuff. And it's not like you have an issue with access or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what your mama's issue is, to be honest. What I do know is that she didn't earn the kind of treatment that you are trying so hard to give her. That's true. And so what I think you should do is like if Fury said, like sit her down and be real about it. You know, like I'm not doing X, Y, Z and for these reasons, but also that if she wants you to be in her life, she is going to have to make the effort to be the mother that she never was. It just sucks. It sucks because I feel like no matter who you are, no matter what the history it is that you have with parents, I almost feel like so many of us have this deep down thing to like want it to work. And sometimes you just get to a place where it's like, nigga, it's just not my responsibility as the kid, as the child to to do that. Mm -hmm. And your mama may be doing her best, but her best was not what you needed and didn't serve you and actively hurt you. And she has to acknowledge that. Like she has to take responsibility for that. And she has to be the one to repair the relationship between y'all because she is the reason that it's fucked up. So you're (laughs) trying to have something that she never tried to have with you. It's really sad. And I get that like longing and that wanting but if she's not willing to take accountability for her shit and like actually try to repair y'all's relationship instead of having you just come in and hold her hand through like regular shit then she doesn't have any good reason to be a part of your life like i i'm i'm hurting for you because this is a hard situation but yeah I just would not put too much stock into her doing something that she has not done in your 34 years of life. And honestly, also not really uplifting, but like, again, as human beings, not Mm -hmm. just parents, young, old parents or not, like sometimes people need for there to be a change in the current for them to be like, oh, I need to get out of here. Like, I can't, you know, I'm drowning. You know, sometimes you got to back up and be like, look, 
Like, I'm not going to do this. I don't even really owe this to you. So mm-hmm. I'm done for something to click. Not. Yes. And then be like, oh, shit, I've been taking this person for granted mm-hmm. all of this time. Yep. And it may happen. It may not. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even saying that it will. Yeah. But a lot of times people get comfortable yep. in this sense that you owe them a certain level of respect or interaction just as their family, especially oh, their yeah. child. Black people got that real bad. Real bad. We expect unconditional like, allegiance to your parents no matter what they I did to you. I can be the most toxic person mm-hmm. ever, but at the end of the day, you should still nope. show me love, show me respect, be there for me when nope. I fall down because I'm your daddy, I'm nope. your mama. It don't work like that. Nope. Especially when I'm paying my own goddamn taxes and feeding myself and paying my own rent especially then because children don't have that kind of power to say that sort of thing most of them don't even realize that the situation they in is as fucked up as it is yeah so but once you grown and you see it for what it is you can remind these hoes that like you didn't put love and respect and support into me so don't expect me to put it into you. Like, it's that, it's that fucking simple. You didn't show me respect, which parents do owe their children. I know a lot of y'all act like you own your kids and you don't owe them, like, the decency of talking to them like human beings. But you do. And so, right, it really is crazy but it's facts, how yeah. so many of y'all act like these kids are something for you to, like, literally control and shape into what you want them to be. When really they are just human beings whose, like, personalities and whatever you have to be interested in nurturing and growing as a parent. Your mama didn't do that for you. And so fuck her. Really, fuck her as far as I'm concerned. Until she is ready to come to you and show you. Not just say it, but make real effort towards re- repairing y'all's relationship. It's literally like that's... Yeah, keep your fucking money. I mean, come on. Save like, your fucking money and go out with your friends, girl. Thought it up this summer. You 34 with no kids, sonny. We in the same fucking boat. I ain't finna act a fool, okay? You gotta take care of yourself at the end of the day. Absolutely. You, you, you just have to. And again, you won't even really be capable of really loving and supporting someone properly if they're just consistently making you feel like shit they're consistently hurting you it's just like what am i even doing yeah like why am i even here (laughs) right it sucks but it's the truth it um there's no reason or there's no need for me to be in this situation if even now all these years later you still act like you can't respect me as a human being like, really, at this point, I'm talking to you like a grown... Like, if I were you, I wouldn't even call her mama. I would call her by her first name and tell her that we are having a conversation like two grown people. And when she acts like a mother, she can have the title mama. Like, I would just honestly be that real with her about it because of how, like, drastic this situation is. She mm. left when you were three. Never really a consistent part of your life. You went to live with her for two months at 17 and she sent you back? I mean, I'm just, honestly, you're Fuck doing... her! I mean, you're doing Superman leaps and bounds further Man. than I would. Oh, hell no. I'm just saying. Girl, but, I mean, you know, I, I wish you the best because this is not an easy process, but your, your mama can't just siphon off of you forever. Like, you feel, like we said earlier, in relationships, if you uh, have some animosity... That is going to fester. It's going to manifest So tell her, like, me and you, we not cool. And this is why. And this is why. Yep. Do you want to do something about it or not? Yeah. Because it's up to you. You can either be a mother or you cannot. I'm finna go kick it regardless. So it's it's truly on you, Debbie. Let me know. All right, y'all. That is going to wrap up the questions for this week. Send yours to asktherita at gmail.com. We'll be right back. 
Okay, so we're back. It's time now for the read. It is. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You can go. Okay, I am going to pass my read this week. Pass the read like we used to. And for the first time, I am passing a read from somebody who did not ask me to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so shout out to Amber Riley. Um, yeah. That's my, that's my girl, Amber, even though she be trolling her fans, acting like we won't let her come on the read. She does all the time. She, she does it. it. She loves, she cackles and she texts me like, <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> she's rude. Yeah. But uh, Amber posted something the other day on Instagram that caught my attention. It is an article. Saw it. Know what you're going to talk about. <laughs> Go for it. It is an essay in the Telegraph called, and it's, um, the title of it is Obese Mannequins Are Selling Women a Dangerous Lie. Get the fuck. So this is some bitch named Tanya Gold who is mad because Nike sells workout clothes, I think, in up to a 3X. And so they have a a mannequin here who looks like she's, you know, like... I mean, she's not fat. She's just bigger than regular yeah. mannequins. Thickish? Yeah, she's thickish. Exactly. It's not like she has... Anyway, this isn't the point. Right. This bitch, Tanya, is so mad at this uh, plus-size mannequin and talking about... Uh, you know the war on obesity and fat people ain't she ain't running and blah 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 all this shit and my first thought was god damn fat people are really damned if you do and damned if you don't like because fuck. you would think of all things workout clothes be the one thing you Did bitches you who don't mind your business bitches, right. right it would be the one thing that Facts. y'all would be like it should come in a 10x <laughs> right. all cuts like you would think that would be the one thing <laughs> right that they would y'all be would be it right. to everybody that think they think is fat you like, fucking rude ass bitches yes mm-hmm. you, that is but no this bitch decided to be hateful and terrible and is actually not even thin herself so it's like a lot of internalized <laughs> bullshit i mean i wouldn't call her fat but she probably around the size of this mannequin. So anyway, Amber posted about this and I'm going to read her caption because it was just phenomenal. She starts off by saying, what is it that offends people so much about fat bodies? Even a mannequin sets y'all off. Seriously. How does someone's mere presence create such hatred? This is disgusting. I don't normally speak out and I ignore the BS, but this pissed me off this morning. There are men and women out here who simply want to be included. So now we can't have gym clothes. Or we can have it, but you just want the clothing pushed to the back of the rack so you don't have to look at it. As much as you tell fat people to work out, I work out four times a week. What the fuck do you suggest I wear? I guess you guys can't publicly spew your hatred about the LGBTQIA community or people of color without being canceled, even though y'all still try both. So that venom has to land somewhere, huh? You have to find some kind of controversy to sell your magazines. Fat people are the only ones left that everyone can offend and make fun of, and most people will laugh it off and agree. Do you even realize how damaging it is for people to not feel comfortable existing in the body they are in? I stopped giving a shit years ago, but a 12 or 13 year old reading this or seeing this is just heartbreaking. I know 11 year olds already saying they hate their bodies and I wonder why. Let's stop pretending that people's concern is the health of fat people because it is not. That is not y'all's issue with people being fat. Most of you don't like the freedom and audacity we have to live and be happy without subjecting ourselves to the unattainable beauty standards you guys beat yourselves up about. And most of you men think a woman's main purpose in life is to get your little pickle hard. And when they don't, you shame her. Little pickle sent Absolutely. me. I've experienced it my whole life, so allow me to get this off my chest and heart before my trainer kicks my ass this morning because I need to focus. Leave my fat ass alone. Let people walk around in whatever body they want and go find some business to attend to. Everyone out here smoking and drinking every day, teeth yellow, skin dry, pH balances off, and you sitting here worried about fat people. Get a life. Get some therapy. Eat a burger. 
Okay, I'm good now. Be blessed. And thank you, Nike. I would like a burger. I mean, bitch, burgers are delicious. Yeah. But also, Amber, thank you so much for saying literally everything that I would have wanted to say Every about this essay. Yep. Especially the fact that like fat women in particular, fat women just cannot be left alone to fucking live. I mean, can the girls just have something cute to wear to like, the gym, perhaps? <laughs> Fuck. Can we just, right. Like, there are already... Like compared to like girls who wear a 12 or a 14, I would say up to that, there's already so few clothes for people who wear plus sizes. And then especially if you're bigger than like a 24, 26, it's even fewer clothes. But you would think like I just keep coming back to like, how are you so offended? Why do you care? That other people are getting access to something that you've always had access to. Tanya Gold. Whatever size you are, 10, 12, 14, you are not the person who really, first of all, needs to see this mannequin, maybe. Like, you're not the one who has been wondering where your representation is. And there are already so many different fitness brands that make clothes to fit you. So seeing as this is 100% outside of your motherfucking business, like Amber said, maybe you should go get some and mind that and leave the fat girls alone. Period. Whether we work out or not, it's none of your fucking business. This... Had nothing to do with Tanya. Nike's 3X don't have shit to do with you, bitch. So leave the rest of us alone. And Mama saw it and felt the need to write a piece about it. A whole day. I'm lost. And all the while, her display picture on Twitter, she looks like, like I said, not stick thin, but also is smoking a fucking cigarette. So again, if you're so worried about our health, focus on your own fucking health first. But more importantly... Leave people alone. Nobody owes you health. Nobody owes you attractiveness. People don't owe you anything. They are just here to exist. They don't actually give a fuck about what you like or what you want to see or what makes your pickle hard. Thank you so much. All right. Have a fucked up day. Well, for me, I'm just um, going to go over a few pet peeves of mine real quick. Three, in fact. Uh, The first two have to do with elevators. Um, so I don't know why elevators seem to give me so much anxiety, but a couple of y'all do some things in elevators that I really can't stand. They're very simple. They're incredibly petty. I think that's why they're called pet peeves. So just bear with me okay. on this. All right. A, for seemingly able-bodied people. Okay. I'm going to say it one more time. For seemingly able-bodied people, Uh when you girls are using an elevator that goes from like, let's say floor one to... 30s, 40s, 50s, and things of that nature. <laughs> and you're like on the first floor and you take that bitch to floor two? <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. Oh my God. Take the damn stairs. Cardio's good for you. This was real in college to the point where if you lived be- on the fourth floor or below, people would shame you if you took the elevator instead of the stairs. I want to say, okay, like three floors or whatever, because even I've lived on fourth floor, fifth floor or whatever, and I would take the stairs up, down all of the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But not everybody is is able to do that. Some people have wonky knees and you can't tell. Some right. people, might have, you, their foot may hurt. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know everybody's business. But some of the girls just don't want to. Yeah. And I'm trying to tell you, <laughs> bitch, if I'm trying to go to floor 50 and you're on in the lobby and you're just like, oh, well, let me take the elevator to floor two. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
What? Oh, man. My therapist is on the third floor, but you can't. It's one of those buildings where you literally cannot go up the stairs. You have to take the elevator. Right. So that's, that's fair. That's totally different. That's fine. But I know what you're talking about. And it is like, really, girl? So. Or maybe you just came to a building before you don't know where the stairs are. There are reasons. Right. And I think that I I'm, mean, it's a pet peeve or a petty peeve. Right. Because it doesn't have to make It doesn't have sense. to be completely logical. Right. But I'm just, that shit kills me and another elevator thing when you bitches be coming onto the fucking coming into the car and you press a button that is already clearly lit up the button that I pressed bitch (laughs) as if it is going to get us to said floor quicker get your ass in here and stand to the side and play your position and cool it I just hate it like you don't already stop the goddamn car bitch we here for you okay the car knows where we going fuck like Get in here and sit down somewhere. All right. Now, those were like the really petty ones. Okay. Last but not least. So, for those of you who don't know, there is some unearthly shit going on in Sudan right now. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you're talking about this. I... Okay. So, from what I gather, like, the basics of it, basically, there have been protests going on in Sudan, peaceful protests um, for the way that they're running things over there, the government, and uh, I forgot the man's name, who's, like, who's, like, been removed. Omar al-Bashir. Yes, Omar al-Bashir. But, like, basically, people have been protesting, trying to make sure that things are are run differently and not menacingly, and have had their protests uh, be responded to by militia groups out there with incredibly ungodly violence. Like, we're talking about... Like, over 100 people murdered, like, 700-plus people injured, countless women raped and men. Like, it's insanity. Like, and wild shit happens right here in in the States, right? But Americans are spoiled. Like, the shit that be happening outside of this raggedy-ass country, especially Mm -hmm. in places like Africa, the Middle East, and things like that, you girls could not stand an hour in it. So, I just, okay, so, but that's not it. I I was on the shade room. Oh, no. It's Wednesday. I was coming into work. Okay. Okay, and far be it for me (laughs) to actually pay any attention to shade room comments. (laughs) I get it. It's called the shade room. The girls go there to be petty and whatever. I get it. The shade room posted um, this story about uh, users changing their profile pictures to this blue color. This is this 26-year-old engineer, Mohammed Matar, I'm sorry if I uh, mispronounced his name, who was killed for basically trying to help some women escape from gunfire wow. and things like that. And I think they said this was his favorite color, maybe. Um, oh, that hurts my heart. I'm sorry if that's not why the blue... I mean, it probably used, is. But they're basically using the co- this color blue and changing their profile pictures to this single color as a way to, um, you know, like honor him and honor everybody else who's out there protesting, the women who are out there protesting, everyone, and also to spread awareness for what's going on. Because, yeah. honey, I didn't know about this until maybe day before yesterday whenever Rihanna posted it up on her Insta story. Yes. Because I'm just perusing that shit like I always do every day. (laughs) And I see Rihanna bringing me the real, actual news. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, fuck. So I went and Googled it. So the thing about this for me that pissed me off was the amount of comments that I saw underneath this story that the Shade Room posted of people saying shit like, 
well, what is me changing my profile picture supposed to do? Like, how was that going to help anybody? My God, the dumb. So here, <laughs> the reason I put this in like a pet peeve category is because one of my biggest pet peeves, like in life, mm-hmm. is the implication that we as human beings can't like walk and chew bubble gum at the same time. Yes. I... <laughs> hate it i hate it so first of all okay so many of y'all were lollygagging going back and forth debating when that fight them fire festival um documentaries came out yes which one was better hulu or netflix a lot of y'all watched both of them if you did then you should remember them talking about all of those influencers celebrities and people that they got to post that that orange block on their instagram pages and why did they do that because they knew that enough people would be like why is everybody posting this orange shit Mm -hmm. what the fuck is this and it only took about uh two three clicks for them to be like oh they're doing a music festival now i know what's going on it's the same (laughs) shit you dumb bitch like what the fuck it's the same shit what the fuck do you mean what well why are they doing it to spread awareness to for raise you, awareness for motherfuckers that don't know what's going yes. on. Yes. So what what is that supposed to do for anybody? How's this supposed to help me? No, don't get me wrong. I'm sure lots of people that did change their their profile pictures or whatever to blue. Mm-hmm. That may be simply all that they did. But that in itself has an effect because yes. it only takes a couple of people to be like, okay, I seen one, two, three, four people post this. What does this mean? Google. Oh, now I know. Then that person who just Googled. And simply put in two words into into that bitch. Help Sudan. And you will be giving a list yep. of uh where the, your uh your members of Congress to yep. call, <laughs> where you can donate to, yes. the petitions to sign, yes. all of this stuff to actually to do outside of changing. So to act like uh, uh but what is that supposed to do? Like, and then on top of that, you're also like implying that many of these people who are changing their profile photos. We're not also doing all of these things. Right. Like, I can as a... And we... You know, they say we use half of our brain at a time as human beings. And with half of it, I can hold an (laughs) apple in this hand and an orange in this hand. It's really good. And recite my ABCs. Really good. It's so easy. Yeah. I'm so... Like, God showed out with this human being thing. (laughs) We can do so many other things. Yeah. So... I I just don't know why you don't have to be a contrarian all of the fucking time. You could absolutely shut the fuck up. You know, you could simply be quiet. You could scroll to the next post about Amber Rose or Mm -hmm. Lil Nas X or whoever else. If you don't want to actually tune into some shit that you don't really know how to fathom Mm -hmm. or you feel helpless in or whatever. Like something that actually matters. People actually losing their lives or some bullshit. If you want to just go ahead and talk about, you know, Nicki Minaj or whatever, that's like do you yeah sis but don't try and like judge or shit over people that are actually yes. trying to raise raise awareness and make a fucking difference you can shut up the same <laughs> way that people were like oh well y'all only talking about this shit because rihanna told you about it and that's great that's why she posted it <laughs> so people would know and talk about it because it's important you dumb bitch and now that you done said that, I see the blue circle on somebody's social media just that fast. Just be quiet. <laughs> Woo, y'all some dumbass. Go eat some fruits and vegetables. Do something to to something productive for you as an individual since you don't care about anybody the fuck else. Right. But I just can't stand when people feel like they have to be like, ah, well, what's gonna, what, what is that going to do? Yeah. Way more than you are. Mm-hmm. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> 
and move on to the next post and go worry about something else since you don't give a fuck. And let this one be for people who actually have some compassion yes. and want for human beings to be treated fairly and mm-hmm. equally. My Lord. I'm just, I, I just can't. And it, it shows itself in so many different ways. Like, you know, if we protest one thing as black people, you'll always have, that, that's like not specifically pro-black. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, like, black women are at, like, a women, a general women's march or saying, like, happy pride, whatever. Yeah. And then it's always like, oh, well, what about these people? But don't you, I can support there, all of the things. Like, I, I don't. Mean, there's more than one bad thing going on in the world at once. What? What do you mean? Maybe you stupid. You know, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know your I don't know your history. I don't know your upbringing, bitch. I don't know what you were exposed to. Your oh, education level. I don't know anything about you more, more than, than not. But, like, I can fully have compassion for these people and that people and these people and, and these niggas yes. over here and these motherfuckers over here and genuinely want, like, however, within my power mm-hmm. to help those people. And a lot of y'all motherfuckers just be trying to log on and be like, Ugh, well, you girls don't know anything. And you do, sis. You can't even, uh, you don't even know the difference between your and your. <laughs> you don't know the difference between lose and loose. Mm. There, there, and there. Why don't you figure out how many O's are in that goddamn word before you worry about what the fuck my profile picture looks like? You ignorant ass, toe, you, oh, you fucking foot dragging ass bitch. That really is the dumbest fucking question. What, the, what is that gonna do? What, what, what's that bitch, do? why are you here talking about it right now? Because we did it. That's the point that people now know about. So many people did it that it's a headline. And now you know about some real shit that's going on. You fucking dumbass. I'm so tired of y'all. Like, oh, and again, I know a lot of y'all dumb. Especially in like comment sections of gossipy places and things like that. I've been doing this shit long enough. I get it. A lot of y'all just be wanting to see memes and laugh and shit like that. But my word, you can be quiet. All you got to do is scroll. All you got to do is scroll. You could just not say nothing. And that would work. But no, you had to open your mouth and be a dummy bitch. Child, the law come and knock on your door and you're ready to write a think piece and and, uh, and call Help Me Howard. Fuck y'all. <laughs> and that's it. I'm done. I mean, y'all really fucking tried that. Again, Stupid. it's the shade room, so expectations are below the magma of this earth. But goddamn. I almost passed her. Well, I was looking at reads to pass earlier today before I saw that story. And one of them was, was from a girl who was talking about, I guess niggas talking about um, light-skinned women or like racially amb- ambiguous women versus dark-skinned women oh, in, no. in the comments of these gossip Help blogs. And I almost want to just respond to her and be like, girl, now you know. <laughs> Like, that's not the place to go to please, get like please. enlightenment and right. self fulfillment. The girls there are often not equipped yeah. to make you feel good about anything. You're not having no deep, meaningful, nuanced conversation on the shade room, okay? Unless it's about the girls parties, at work. titties, or right. whatever. They like, just want to be petty, and that's fine. But like, this is important, important yeah. enough for like people who are regularly featured on the shade room Thank to post you. about it. We're not talking about Tristan Thompson. We're and, talking about real dying people. And do you know the Sudanese are niggas? Like, do you niggas not care about other black people? Do you not care about the diaspora? Like, it's really fucking bad in Sudan, girl. Bad enough to where everybody in privileged-ass America is finally waking up and talking about it. And you niggas, like, resent that. I'll never understand. And, like, you can really just read a couple of paragraphs and see the importance, especially in this specific situation, of talking about it. 
Because, as you know, I watch TV all the time, and this has not been no major story on the cable news networks, probably because it's a poor black Muslim country. But you would think black people would at least, like, not be pushing back over the spreading of awareness about a terrible humanitarian crisis. I mean, it was, like, in an African countless country. comments. I mean, I saw it's so unreal. many comments, like, well, what is changing your profile uh uh, picture blue supposed to do what the fuck is posting your fucking faves album cover on your goddamn profile picture supposed to do every time somebody got an album coming out what 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 is that supposed to do let niggas know that your bitch is about to drop <laughs> right. like what are you talking about shut up <sighs> there's really so many places that you can go donate i really hope y'all do um again all you gotta do is google help sudan but UNICEF, Save the Children, International Rescue Committee. There are Facebook campaigns, change.org petitions, GoFundMes. There's an app where you can text your members of Congress if you have anxiety and don't like getting on the phone. Or you can call 202-224-3121, give them your zip code, and be connected to your member of Congress and tell them, hey, bitch, you need to do something about Two words in a search engine. It's like... And all of this information, literally on the front, in one article even. You didn't even have to be a dickhead. But y'all be feeling like, oh, well, Woo. this is how I'm going to get my kicks on Route 66, bitch. I'm going to ask these girls this pertinent question. Bitch, you could have just been like, well, I don't. Even oh, if you yes. don't, even if you're so like just lost yeah. or zoned out that you don't under you don't understand or see what this does. You could have just been like, well, I don't really get that. Well, let me see what I can do. Yep. But you wanted to be an asshole and still not do anything. Yeah. And you still ain't going to do shit. So shut the fuck up. Right. You could have just said, I'm not really in the mood to see no sad shit. I came here to laugh at misshapen ass injections or whatever. So just scroll and do that. And leave the rest of us alone. People who give a fuck about other people in the world who are going through something really terrible. Leave us alone. I mean, <sighs> it's disheartening. It definitely is. But it's I just sad. feel like I'm so used to so many people being selfish and not giving a fuck about anybody but man the dumb Mm -hmm. like the dumb on top of it wow wow (laughs) wow (laughs) the number of like blue profile photos that I saw responding to motherfuckers though in the comments like well I guess I guess I'll break it down to you first graders. Huh, you know, I'm going to go donate to a few different organizations and then I'm going to change my profile pic and then I'm going to cuss out some dumbass niggas. Like, I feel like all of these are going to be my contributions to help in whatever way I can as one person on the other side of the world with no connection to what is going on there. Like, it's just the bare minimum I mean, you could do. It's just the bare fucking minimum. <laughs> it, like, you don't even have to spend your money. You could just call your members of Congress. You could sign petitions There's and all so that. There's so many you things spread, you can do. If you don't have the money, you could spread the GoFundMes and the fundraisers and all that. Like, you could you could do your part. You could. It's There's a small so thing. There's so many but, things you can do. Man. Besides right. talk useless shit. Yes. Get over yourself. Besides criticizing people who are, are actually doing something. You could do that. But, all right. That's it. Oh, that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social media. This is The Read. Our website is thisistheread.com. We will be in um, D.C. on June 22nd. Tickets are available at thereadlive.com. Yep, don't miss it. That's right. We will also be 
at Essence Fest again. Ew, ew, ew. Friday, July 5th at 5.30 p.m. at the Orpheum Theater for the After Dark uh, Comedy Madness Mist. Shout out to Kadeen and DeVal. They're also booked and busy at Essence <laughs> okay. for Dead Ass. All I right. saw Yvonne and, um, and, and Lovey are there as well for Jesus and Joloff. So I'm coming. I'm, I'm excited. Jesus and Joloff. <laughs> is so funny I love it I you know as a black American I am just like listening to these conversations and living it is the best I'm so excited for everybody but mm. yes um, it will just be fun to see all you girls again we will also be at the convention center with our merch booth in the whole weekend no well, there ticket will of be course a merch booth there I'm right. not promising that you're going to see No, no, no. We, we, the organization, yes. will have yes. a booth at the convention Read center. The, the business. Yes. And yep. as everybody knows, there's no ticket required for the convention center. It's open from 9.30 to 6 every day. So if you're coming, feel free to come by and check out the booth. But yeah. Oh, and congratulations to you, Kid Fury. For what? 305 Live New York is sold out. Oh, yeah, that's correct. Hey. Um, so excited and um, you know again we're gonna have a Trina album right out before that Megan Thee Stallion music God bless them all the hood niggas I don't even somebody's getting pregnant at that fucking thing (laughs) Um, but it's gonna be a good time we might have tickets uh, for sale at the door though Uh, not 100% sure but just uh, keep a lookout and we'll let you know and yeah I'm excited it should be a fun time yeah I'm ready my therapist told me I need to start partying more I saw that yeah and it hurt because I was like but I have people over all the time like I socialize all the time she's like go outside and do that though like do that I was like wow this hurts yeah that's really rude everything she tells me to do that I hate is something I actually do need to do. Yeah. So anyway, um, shoptheread.com is restocking Friday at noon with new merch for those of you who have been waiting on merch and some um, returning faves. So check that out again, shoptheread.com Friday at 12 noon Eastern. That is when that will be up and live. And that is it for the announcements. <coughs> Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another long ass episode of this podcast. Shout out to um, T.S. Madison. Thank you so much, girl, for having me <sighs> on the bench. Can we talk about your black ass? <laughs> I had such a good time. Miami is so live and in color. All of the all. <laughs> and it was fun. Shout out also to her mother. I got an amazing home-cooked black-ass meal. <gasps> Did you? <sighs> Cornbread, collard greens. Oh, oh she cooked-cooked. Like she, like, <laughs> cooked-cooked chicken. I think she had some pulled pork and some meatballs and Ooh. some mac and cheese. You know what? Woo! When Her mama, mama make more than one meat, she's serious. Oh, yes. I mean, there had to have been, like, three. I'm, does she cook like this every time y'all talk? Right. I'm like, is this, is this somebody's birthday? It <laughs> And, you know, so very... um. Very uh, typical black mother. You got pack your plate and mm-hmm. make sure you get it now. Come on, cause they gonna like, come. Them them nappy headed ass boys gonna come in here. There ain't gonna be none left. Fix right? your plate. I yeah, just I put so it up. By that. I felt at home. <laughs> I love that. But yeah, I had such a good time. Yeah, Thanks, we saw yeah. your drunk ass having a great drunk. time. There are so many really great gifts. Also, shout out to the punch. The punch was so, it's such a light punch. It's not like a heavy drunk. I felt capable of doing anything. So, shout out. And thanks to, for letting me play with your uh, weapons. To the opening twerk you niggas had. <laughs> no, that's not my you, fault. That's a part of the You brand. in that chair. They always dance. I knew that it was coming. 
friend, I, I saw your ass clapping. Why did you have jaws on? But that was because I forgot to pack extra jaws. Do you know how many young men you just caused a severe reaction within? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you better stand up in it. I loved it. Shout out to T.S. Madison and yo crazy ass for yeah, being on the show because it was really fun. That is everything. Much of- the things that I personally Yeah, no, said. I don't, I don't, I don't, I did not think you would because, yeah. friend, I knew immediately your ass was, uh, you was faded. Yep. You was gone. Yep. Been there before, but it was so much fun. Is there, like, is it archived on her Facebook or her YouTube yeah, where people you can go check go it out? over to her pages and watch yeah, it because people have been watching and commenting and sending me clips that I don't remember. Yeah. All throughout yeah. the week. Somebody but sent me a photo set of you. It was hilarious. My Charlie, my Charlie's Angels poses. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I don't even remember. There are so many different ones. And shout out to everybody who took the time to make gifts of your goofy ass. I mean, I don't even know why y'all did that. This so. one with the gun, I will be using it. Oh yeah, I did save that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I am proud of that one. I'm very proud of that one. Game. Is really. I don't good. know what I was. Doing. <laughs> But it was so fun. Uh, so, yeah, go look for uh, the Queen's Court on Facebook and see if you can find the full video of Kid Fury on Maddie's show showing his literal ass. Literally. And, and literal watch ass. them on Mondays. Go and get a ticket because I know that she's touring and stuff. So Yeah, and Shout get a ticket, support. support, and all that. All right, y'all, let's cut it off there. This is more than enough. Oh, yeah, I said that I was going to start ending these things with words of wisdom or um, life hacks. Okay. This week's life hack... Um, <clears throat> Oh, you know what? Shout out to my friend Jeff, because this is actually a, a really good one that he put me onto maybe last year. If you're paying for like bottomless drinks at a at a brunch, you didn't get your money's worth if you had less than seven. That's true. And I just was like, what? And then I had seven. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, whether I could keep going or not, this is the appropriate number. <laughs> like right. seven. Because that bottomless a... brunch is like at least $35. Damn. That champagne, that champagne girl, you're going to need several of the champagne. is not that expensive. That shit is, <laughs> it is that shit is some juice. So Mimosas, you need to whatever it is. throw Bellinis, all that shit. Throw that shit back. Shoot for, now know yourself. You yes. know what I'm saying? Know your, know your boundaries. Limits. No. I'm talking about professional drinkers. drinkers. We've been doing right. this. Okay. H- however tragic and sad that may be. Don't be on, uh, <laughs> don't be sending me your mug shots and talking about, well, you said it. Because, <laughs> like, Know what you yes. are capable of. That's right. But seven is a great number, and that's all I have to say about this this week. Be blessed, y'all, and be good to each other. All right. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>